All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios, like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else, from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From WNYC Studios, I'm Anoush Samarodi, and this is Note to Self. I really like to take pictures of ordinary people doing nothing special in ordinary places. The tech show about being human. Like, I just started deleting things. I was like, I don't need to remember that. Like, I don't want that picture. That's not important. Imagine that instead of going to work, walking the dog, buying groceries, you spend every day taking up to a thousand photos. It's not your job. You just feel compelled to do it. You take mostly landscapes and hundreds and hundreds of them. Then you go home and you spend three to five hours uploading and going through those photos. Your days are so full of photos, you never delete them. You can't delete them. You just take and store more and more of them. You stop seeing friends. You don't sleep well. You have computers and hard drives all over the place. You're convinced that you might need these photos in the future. This is the real medical profile of a 47-year-old man in the Netherlands. The doctors who published this case last month say this unidentified man is the first patient ever to be described in scientific literature as suffering from, quote, digital hoarding. I mean, that really struck me. Because we everyday folks joke about digital hoarding all the time. But in the medical field, this is something new, and this Dutch team wants digital hoarding to be officially classified as a new medical diagnosis, a subtype of regular hoarding. And they've got some specific ideas for how to treat it. But before we get to that, let's talk about you, dear listeners, and your relationship to photos. This Dutch case was published, coincidentally, just as Note to Self's photo decluttering episode came out a few weeks ago. You might remember we asked organizational tech guru Alan Henry of Lifehacker to come up with a plan. So the first day, they're going to turn on auto-upload and they're going to get those photos centralized. On the second day, then they're going to start hunting around for their other digital photos, the ones that are important to them. If you didn't hear that episode the first time around and you're intrigued, just go back and you can hear Alan's specific instructions and the three photo-taking personality types he identified. A lot of you took the call to action, and you went for it. And seriously, no two people had the same reaction and results. Hi, Manoush. Here's what happened to Julie Cochran from Atlanta. I've become obsessed with the photo clutter challenge. Um, you can hear my, my computer in the background screaming at me. I've been deleting photos for hours and hours now, trying to, to tag them with people so I can search them later. But um, I don't know. This process is... Uh, really addictive, honestly. After looking through her photos, Jenny Riley in Hartford, Connecticut, she realized that she had stopped taking pictures just for the pleasure of it. She was taking them for someone else. More like her image. 
I had someone comment on one of my photo albums once, you know, where are all the people? And I was like, oh no, I don't want to look like a loser. Like I don't spend time with people. So I make in a special <laughs> effort when I have people over to take pictures of us, like, oh, we're having fun together. And even to my family, I don't want to be seen as someone who's just taking lame pictures of their boring life. Jenny, you are not a loser. And you and me both should listen to Chris Iglesias in California. To her relief, Chris discovered her pictures could be used as a form of therapy. As I was looking through them and like grouping the photos, I definitely thought like, wow, like life is good. So yeah, it was definitely like, I think a healthy like reminder to myself that like life is pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm good. Um, I'm okay. Everything's fine. <sighs> Thank you, Chris. And then there's Hannah Hen. Photos, specifically the vast number of them, has been a major source of tension between Hannah and her husband. He looked it up last night that I have over 58,000 photos on our computer right now. Now, Hannah and I are kind of similar. I also take thousands of photos. For me, this project was actually really helpful for accepting that all these thousands of photos will never be beautifully labeled and organized. I have a hard time not having things beautifully labeled and organized with letting go. So this was a big realization for me. And I tried to convince Hannah that this strategy might work for her too. If she and her husband can let go. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what I've decided, okay, since we went through this. Yeah. I'm not deleting anything. I take them. Really? They get backed up somewhere. If I look at them, great. If I don't, they just sit there, and I'm trying to just be okay with that. What do you think about that? Out of sight, out of mind. I mean, that's basically the way I've been living my life, which is why I have 58,000 photos. And you know what? I think that's interesting. Maybe we, us enthusiastic snapshooters, like, that's just the way we roll. And it's not like a hoarding thing. We just don't want to spend the time to go through the bad crap so we can enjoy the good crap. I don't know. I I think that's a very interesting way of looking at it. My chest actually tightened up a little when you said that. Um, Just (laughs) never deleting and never looking at them again and just taking them anyway. It's an interesting concept. I mean, it's totally rethinking, right? But if you are enjoying the process of taking a photo, if you're finding that moment inherently joyful, what's wrong with that? Maybe it's not about posterity. Yeah. Maybe that's a way that you are living in the moment. But it has, it, I do feel guilty about it. But maybe if I just had a stack of external hard drives, I wouldn't feel guilty about it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is like, I think what we're redefining is that word clutter in some ways. We can't define being tidy the same way we used to. As long as we know things are saved and we could get them if we wanted to, and we are going and finding the ones that we truly do want to share and look at again, then maybe we can just consider ourselves done and not stress ourselves out. That sounds like a much easier solution than going through and deleting all of the duplicates that are looming over me. Yeah, I kind of feel like, f*** that, right, Hannah? I mean, who has the time for that? As long as it's all backed up, and you get the good ones in a good place, that, to me, is you've dealt with your clutter. You want, are you going to tell my husband that? Kurt, I'm telling you right now, 
the investment in some external hard drives, a paid Dropbox account, and Google Drive will be worth it to ease the tension in your marriage. See if you and Hannah can just enjoy taking photos without all the guilt. But if you can't, and it's causing more distress, well, that's why I wanted to bring up those Dutch doctors and digital hoarding. I guess the note to self today is that when you take a picture and you find over time that you've taken thousands or tens of thousands of photos, then also take a moment and think about why and how your relationship to your phone is affecting your life or your marriage or your relationship with yourself. All with this one seemingly minor behavior, snapping a photo with your smartphone. It's a more complicated decision than we thought, it turns out. So the Dutch doctors, I think they have a point when they say, and I'm quoting here from their published paper, digital hoarding is pathological when it crosses the line of interference with other aspects of life. And their patient, that 47-year-old guy who can't stop taking pictures, he is now getting cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, And part of that therapy, they write, will likely include helping him set limits. For example, setting a maximum number of pictures that he can shoot of those landscapes that he loves so much. Digital photo taking has created a joy and a problem for many of us. So we need to check in with ourselves to question what we get from photo taking that makes us feel good. I want to read you... um, perhaps the most touching reason we got from a listener. Stephanie Duchovny in Oregon wrote us on Facebook that her dear friend recently lost her seven-year-old daughter tragically and unexpectedly. And she writes, All my friend has now to comfort her is the thousands of photos that she has taken over the past seven years. Thank God for the iPhone. This was certainly not her intention when she chronicled Sophia's life day to day but now it is one of the few things she has to cling on to. I read all your comments, by the way. All of them. Thank you for the tech advice, the personal stories, the explorations. And we've taken what you've told us, and we've made a list of some of the most common reasons you take photos. Your motivations. There are some pretty clear themes there, like none of us seem to carry pens anymore, so there's some pretty funny visual notes to self. And you can see more of our listeners' experiences with this project and their photos on our website, notetoselfradio.org slash clutter. If you want to try Alan Henry's plan, you'll find it there too. Keep talking to us. We love it. I love it. The Note to Self team is Jen Poyant, Ariana Tobin, and Joe Plord. Special thanks to Miranda Katz, our intern, for her help on this project. This is Note to Self from WNYC Studios. I'm Anoush Samarodi, and I will see you next week. When I first talked to Ariana and told her how many photos I had, she said the only person she knew who had a similar level of photos would be you. So there you go.